The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Eleanor uh, Galvin, our resident GP, is with us, and as always, buckets of questions uh, for Eleanor. Starting with one, Eleanor, about male pattern baldness. I assume it's male, uh, but uh, yeah, I may, uh, uh, hair no spirits. I, yeah. I was kind of presuming it was a female. Were you? I was. Oh well, strange. let me read it out, and then we can see what people think. I'm in my early thirties, and my hair is noticeably receding. I'm very self-conscious of it. I don't want to get a hair, hair transplant, but is there anything I can do to stop or slow it down? Is it a common problem with women? Well, it, it can be, and it can be hormonal. It can be thyroid. So the first thing to do would be get bloods done if you're a woman. Uh, if you're a man, the first thing to do is look at the men in your family because um, quite often it might be just unfortunately. Which one do you look at though? Because they say it's always, it's the mother's it's father. It's like, who is it that you look to? Well, that's a kind of oversimplification. If your mother's side is balding, the man is 40% more likely to be balding. So it's not like you're destined to be bald if your maternal granddad is bald. Right. Um, but... But if you know that this is likely to be genetic and it runs in the family... But well, you, can you transplant your way past it? Oh, you can. And um, you can also uh, take multivitamins, use kind of minoxidil, which is Rogaine, and you can do things to kind of slow the backward march of your hair. Uh, and that'll work up to a point. There's also medication that men can take, uh, which has complications of its own because sometimes it causes complications where men don't want complications. Um, so it's a kind of a testosterone blocker um, that they can take uh, to improve their hair and that does work but you know But it's, it's like Shakespeare said about alcohol it, it has yeah, performance impacts It does It can have um, and especially because the temptation would be to take more than you were given um, to try and make more hair sprout but anyway uh, so sometimes it's also acceptance um, that sometimes being bald could be quite fabulous and you could shave your head and you could look like Bruce Willis do you know um, who might be old now but he was hot in his day I'm yeah, sure Bruce absolutely. is still a lovely looking man yeah. the, the Dwayne Johnson if you want a more Dwayne Johnson absolutely example. Dwayne Vin Johnson Diesel. yeah absolutely any of those so it may be a case of uh, coming to terms with it it's it hard is one of the, in your 30s though it has to be said it's one of the areas where the surgery has improved Fabulous. immensely Fabulous. from what it once was and they never say they disappear for a while and then you see them and they have fabulous hair um, the bit that I didn't realise though is because I, I watched a video of so I don't know I'm, obviously this must be an issue for me that I'm worried about long term because no, I, I was watching okay. a video <laughs> in relation to it but it was a, a, a gentleman an RTE presenter who was talking about his own um, hair transplant you have to fertilise your head every 15 minutes for 25 yeah. yeah I know it's a commitment it's like having a new lawn but more intense yeah, no, yeah. that's not permanent once it's once yeah. it's established yeah. it's there but for the first couple yeah. of days that's yeah. a lot of tending it is a lot of tending uh, Tess uh, Tech saying my husband has developed a persistent cough which has been going on for a few months he's not a smoker nor has he any history of asthma but I'm worried he is very dismissive of it what could it be related to it could be related to him being a man being very dismissive to it but he needs to have it. if you have a cough going on for a few months you need to go go to a doctor and be seen. Whether you're a smoker or not, people get lung cancer. And the only early sign you have of that is a persistent cough. Is it? Is that the most common yeah, early symptom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the quicker he goes, gets an x-ray, make sure that's not going on. It could be acid reflux. It could be an allergy and thing. But he needs to go be seen. Uh, and now, yeah. Well, if uh, as I... As Everything I, caught early is better, you know. Newstalk.com you can listen back to the podcast there if you want to play Eleanor back to your husband saying <laughs> go get it looked because it could be absolutely nothing absolutely but there's only one way to find out one way to find out yeah um, text saying as soon as I started bald sorry as soon as I start balding says a texter I'm just going to embrace it and shave it all off I'm yeah fabulous 
You have to know you've got a good shaped head though. Yeah, but you'd find that out very fast and then you can grow back the bit you have and get a transplant if it doesn't work. Far cheaper option, shave your head. Uh, another one. I'm in my early 60s. I have recently noticed some lower leg swelling. What could this be? And is it likely to go away by itself? I'm going to bet on the second bit. The answer is no. Yeah, I would say if it's one leg or is it two legs or all those sort of things. But kidney issues, um, heart issues, uh, lymphedema. Why then are your legs swelling? Is it a pelvic tumour? Uh, again, this is a thing that could be absolutely anything. You could have low protein, you could pure poor nutrition. Uh, and then no protein can yeah, cause legs because protein binds fluid in your blood vessels so um, you can get puffy ankles if you have low protein but certainly kidney issues heart issues needs to be ruled out clots um, another one uh, deep vein thrombosis all those sort of things swelling your legs wouldn't be the greatest thing to hear and would be a nice thing to have looked into quickly Th- there's good news for the less hirsute men out there text saying I think bald men look distinguished says I Sarah so and yeah. another Anton give me bald any day to wiry wavy hair in men Okay. There you are. Um, Tech saying, my husband thinks he's getting shorter. He's in his 70s. Does this happen? Absolutely. Um, so osteoporosis is generally why men get shorter unless they've prolapsed loads of discs in their back, in which case they can lose an inch or two. But if you're getting a man or a woman who thinks you're getting shorter, you need to get a DEXA scan to check your bone density and stop it immediately because you can get significantly shorter. So men that are low weight, don't do a lot of exercise. You know, those thin older men, maybe who've had illnesses where they've used steroids over their lifetime can get osteoporosis and quite often missed because it's thought to be a disease of women postmenopausally, but it can be of men as well. I think it's true as well that you get shorter during the day, don't you? Don't the, the soft discs in your back compress slightly during the day? I think you're meant to be almost an inch shorter by evening. That people used to lie down to join the guard. That was exactly mm. it. Yeah. Exactly. Squeeze, just, yeah. just barely get over the threshold. Um, my sister has an ongoing issue, says a text with obesity, and often finds herself breathless and very tired. She feels she's doing everything right in terms of trying to improve her lifestyle. But is there anything else she can do? For example, should she consider psychological support? And that's, again, looking at obesity as a moral failure, which, uh, you, you know, quite often it, it's not. It might be part of menopause. It might be thyroid. It might be anything like that. And if she has a big problem from obesity, is breathless, all that, get medically checked out. But there are medical options now for people to reset how they feel about food. And to f- you can't tell somebody to stop breathing. You can't tell somebody to stop eating. But you should help them medically. Um, and there are a lot of new tech kind of drugs which are pretty side effect free that obesity clinics prescribe, some GPs prescribe and they're hugely successful. And sometimes there's nothing better than a little bit of success to get somebody going because it's hard and her sister's looking at her and, you know, like it's not, going, it's not conducive to feeling But I right. remember reading a thing about um, uh, obesity studies that said that people who have been obese for an extended period of time, yeah. it's not that if they eat the same as somebody who's not no. obese, they, re- they actually have to be under the calorie intake yeah. because the way their metabolism... It's a set point. It's a set point theory that once you hit a weight then your body always just gets back to there um, and, and it is extremely hard and uh, and there are people who would eat far less than other people who still are very large um, and, and there's extraordinary rates of recidivism for people who are if, if you are obese and you manage to lose the weight the statistical yeah, likelihood like, of you remaining thin it's a chronic basic. relapsing illness is it is yeah, that the term I would think it is yeah and this is my term um, but I, I do think like, people lose weight but it is something that some people just battle with for years but they need help not uh, necessarily psychological support 
um, and not necessarily people watching what they put in their mouth. Uh, one that you you will have to be delicate and, and diplomatic about, given okay. the the delicate area of the body that it relates to. I often get ingrown toenails. Okay, says uh, a text. <laughs> what causes this, and are there ways of getting rid of them? Um, make sure you cut your nails straight across the top. Don't cut down the sides. Don't wear tight shoes. Don't wear tight socks. Wash your feet a lot. Don't have sweaty, sweaty, boggy skinned feet because um, your nails are going to stick into them otherwise. Um, so when you cut them, cut them straight across and then get a Q-tip covered in olive oil and push the skin back on the sides of your nails to try and keep it back if they tend to grow that way. Is it a painful thing? Oh, it's awful. Uh, it's awful. And sometimes you have to take off part of the nail or the whole nail to cure it, which isn't, yeah, the most, I wouldn't like to be doing it myself to people, but s- some people um, have to go that far and some people just are plagued with them, especially sometimes teenage boys and it affects them playing sport and they get sore toes. It can also come from stubbing your toe and having damaged your nail at some stage. Um, so it is one of those things. It's amazing great. the damage that um, sport can do to feet. I, w- I was looking at, I won't, won't name him in case it isn't 100% accurate, but an NBA player's uh, feet, who just extraordinary toe damage after okay. a life. Yeah. Yeah. Probably people did it to him on purpose as well a bit. Well, yeah, there's probably a bit of that, no, Jeff. If, if, if you, you name him, they'll like know him, they'll all jump on his toes. <laughs> Eleanor, thank you as always. That is uh, Eleanor Galvin and we'll hang on to any of the queries that came in that we didn't get a chance to get to. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.